cliffcentral.com. So let's move on to something that's a lot more interesting. Uh, Yaku went and did a, a race Ooh. in the mountains. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So here's Yaku Voik. Yaku is busy. Yeah. He's always running around. And last time we spoke to you on the show, you said you were going to do this. This is a very hectic thing that you and your wife are into, This, uh, these races and things. Where was this last one? In the Drakensberg? In Drakensberg, yes. Good morning, everybody. Um, uh, so just Saban, I, came was... in, I came in late into the, into the conversation, but, uh, you know, talking about Stockholm Syndrome, uh, you, you've motivated me now to go and lay charges against ESCOM because I feel like I'm in a <laughs> love <hate> relationship. <laughs> Don't <with> worry. <laughs> right, exactly. But let's just talk about your race quickly, Yaku, because a lot of people are into um, all these things. We often talk to Ben about his uh, cold bath in the morning, and mm. we've got people on the show who are doing all kinds of things to keep themselves fit and healthy and involved in the world, engaged in living. What is the stuff that you do? So, uh, yeah, two, two weekends ago we did, um, there's a race in Drakensberg in, uh, close to Underberg in Imbol called, uh, uh, Ultra Trail Drakensberg. And then I've got different, uh, distances. So 21, 32, 64, 100, and 160. But is so we did the, uh, no, no, this, this is on foot. Hiking. Yeah, exactly. Ooh. See, that's harder. No, well, harder. we try and run, so uh, yeah, it's a bit, it's <laughs> so a bit bigger hiking? than hiking. No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this, so, this is not so easy. So you, you're, doing it, you're doing it at an incline, in other words. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah we, uh, the, the, I think on the – I'm speaking on the correction, but on the – uh, on the 64 and up, the, the, the ascent is, is, is like, it's like 2000 meters and, and above. So, yeah, you know, there's some, there's some hectic people out there. There's guys at, uh, the 160 kilometers, the guys, they kick off in Lesotho and then they oh, end yeah. up in Dragonsburg. So that's, uh, no, there's some, mm. some crazy cats out there. We did the second, ba- the baby up one. So we did 32. Um, and, Still, dude, um, I, I then, couldn't do I couldn't do three kilometers oh, of that. Dude. It's amazing. Very misleadingly, they call it the sundown race because you you start at one thirty, <laughs> and it yeah. sounds it sounds lovely, uh, but basically what it means is is uh, what we learned is is six o'clock sharp the, the the lights are off in Drakensberg. It's dark, so the mm. last uh, last hour hour and a bit uh, we were in pitch pitch black darkness with Oof. mist and rain. So it was interesting. Very Not interesting. pleasant. It does kind of, uh, again, make you think you know, you're putting yourself in this situation, but there's some people that this is their daily existence. Mm-hmm. So, all right. Yeah, let's, I'll, uh, I'll let's tell you, it's, uh, so, so the guy that, the guy that the last finish of the 160 kilometers, he was on his feet for 48 hours and he finished. He was like, like two days straight. He was just going. So uh, we always we always talk about the winners, but uh, you know you must just imagine the mental grit of that guy, knowing there's nobody yeah. left, and I mean, he just mm. keep on he just keeps on going, you know. So uh, it's uh, so. it's insane it, 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 to me. Like as soon as someone else has won the race, the rest of you should just stop and go home because I mean <laughs> you're not going to win. But I, I think there it's is not something about winning. I know. Yeah, that's yeah. my, my sarcasm. <laughs> but I, I do think there's something quite outstanding about someone who's prepared to just for their own mm. sake say, mm. I've, I've done this thing. Definitely. 48 hours he was on his feet. 48 hours. Yeah. 
and he's in his he's, he's well in his 50s you know so it's not like uh, sure. it's, it's, a, it's a proper shift there's hope there's yeah. hope for all of us okay <laughs> So, Yaku, let's just turn our attention to something I asked you about last time you were on the show. And, um, in fact, I don't even think we asked you. I think it was the discussion we had, and I thought we've got to ask you. And yeah. then I know that the, the team has told you that this is something that we are concerned about. Why is it at the end of every month it feels like they're throttling your, your data, whether it's on a fixed line, whether it's on 5G, LTE, whatever it is, is it true, first of all, or is this a big conspiracy theory? Well, I think the I think it's important to there's a there's there is a very big distinction between fixed line and, and mobile data. So so on a on a fixed line uh, infrastructure, you shouldn't feel that because uh, okay. it's almost like there's a sunk cost investment. So there's no real benefit for the service provider to to throttle data. You know, it's a it's a you're opening the taps and, and it doesn't matter, you know, the pipe is as big as the pipe is. So on a, on a fixed line, you, uh, you shouldn't experience that. Historically, um, because of the way that, just the, the way that the, the regulatory environment worked, uh, you know, historically in the, in the olden days, everybody had to dial up. So, so you were restricted by the time that you, that you were about, uh, allowed to sure. spend on time online. You remember that? And then sound in ADSL, that? Yeah. yeah. And then when ADSL came out, then then um, there was a string to build these packages where you say you buy 20 gigs worth of data or this or that. But but really these days, um, if it's on a fixed line infrastructure, it should just it should just go. Um, obviously, these these times of the month, like uh, where where networks might tend to be busier due to certain events. You know, it might be month end and a lot of businesses are doing payments and salaries and this and that. And so, mm, so right. it's actually interesting. Um, I always say to my team, you, you know, if you look at, if you look at the network, which is this, um, you know, just this thing, it, it's actually alive. It actually tells you how people, how people behave. Um, yeah. so, so when there's a big sporting event or a, or a big online something that's happening, um, obviously, uh, uh, networks can tend to get a bit, a bit more busier, and, and that might cause capacity capacity issues. But it shouldn't be a regular thing that you experience the whole time. The minute you go onto into the world of uh, data, that is a whole different ballgame because there's uh, you know that's c- consumption based. So there's very there's, you'll see there's very little in, in the mobile world, very little. Um, uh, uncapped up or just eat as much as you like um, type offerings because there's a continuous underlying cost um, to that, to the mobile networks. And that's their model. You know, they, they basically charge uh, uh, on a continuous basis for, for using the, the, the access parts, if you want to call it that. Um, um, and so, and I mean, they in turn, they in turn pay money to, to the regulator and to government for using the spectrum. So, there's all, yeah, there's so what, commercial. What can you tell us about the way people do behave when it comes to data and internet usage? I mean, is, is the end of the month always a busy time? Mm. Is that, is that something that we must just get used to? Is that, you know, there's more traffic at that time? It's like traffic on the roads. And when, when are people most busy online? Is it during work hours? Is it at the end of the work day? Is it the beginning? Like what, what kind of patterns do you pick up with, with Catalytic and you, you and your clients? So, so look, from our perspective, we obviously focus on business. So, so we are acutely aware of the fact that end of the month, 
you know, if we have a customer that's got a connectivity issue, let's say their line's down for some reason or, or stuff like that, you know, customers tend to be a bit more antsy towards uh, that, that time of the month. But it really depends on the types of services that you deliver. So, and, and um, you know, in, in all honesty and fairness, you know, if we, if we look at it, um, in a in a residential scenario, so if, be it fixed line or mobile, if you think about it, um, we're sort of back to to that pattern now where everybody gets in their car and goes to work and school and all that type of stuff, and in four or five mm-hmm. o'clock ish they they return home and all of a sudden everybody uh, goes online. Um, so so that definitely mm-hmm. has a has a effect on on what your experience is. So you'll you'll hear that people will say even in a fixed line scenario, people will say. You know, during the day it's lovely, and then all of a sudden, five o'clock in the afternoon, it gets slow because all of a sudden, uh, whatever amount of people in your neighborhood comes and they and, and they jump online, and then it sort of settles down. Um, I've also seen, um, yeah, in our uh, where where I stay in the in the community group, where people refer to the fact that uh, you know when there's load shedding, um, why does the mobile data get slower? And, and it's it's really a, a, a scenario. You know, let's say everybody's got mobile data as a backup and all of a sudden yeah. the the fixed line goes down. There's all of a sudden a thousand or two thousand sure. connections onto the same base station. So, so, and it, right. it is, it is difficult. It is, it is a, a difficult scenario to, to, to maintain that those, you know, those spikes in, in your capacity that, that you have. But again, like I say, you know, I mean, uh, again, in the, in the fixed line world, you should, you should have a, a relatively consistent, Consistent uh, feeling experience um, uh, for things that shouldn't that shouldn't shouldn't do that. You know, it shouldn't be up All right, and down. But, but so leaving fixed line aside, is it true then that once you get to the end of the month, your cell phone provider throttles you? I mean, is this always true, or is it sometimes true, or does it depend on circumstances? You're gonna get me in trouble now, Garrett, because is uh, <laughs> uh, there, there was very there was very very specific claims from people that says uh, that that said the mobile guys, uh, you know, they, they uh, if I can use a, a South African term, they chow their data or they, it just mm-hmm. disappears. Um, yeah. My my personal feeling, I, I I don't have fact to back it up. I also oh. I, I think um, with with uh, load shedding and 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 uh, you know your your phone trying to to connect and, and find uh, maybe a lower down data stream. To me, it seems that like the your the data bundles get consumed a, a lot quicker. Um, I, I, I there's a there's a very big. Uh, I'm I'm convinced in the in the large in the large mobile guys have got actuaries that actually sits and works out how how to optimize sure. their, their data stuff. So uh, uh, um, again, like I say, you want to get me in trouble here, but um, also, I've, I've definitely heard the same, and 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 um, well, there's been a I'd number of scenarios ask, where I'd, I'd rather ask you, even if you don't have the facts to back you up, than ask them because they're going to send those actuaries here and they're going to sure. lie to us. <laughs> so They'll be like, "What? Us? Never? No? no, no. Can, here's a spreadsheet that can prove we've never done anything wrong." You're like, "Yeah, yeah, 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 yeah." Okay, exactly. so uh, here's a question exactly. from so Jared. It's more of a comment than a question. Jared says it seems to be. Only South African mobile providers that do not offer affordable unlimited services. They, they're not giving up the money. Mm. They are, they are stick, sticking from, sticking from their users. Um, George Meany says, bring on Starlink. Is that, is that even in the universe of possibilities? 
It's uh, it, it is in a universal possibility. So Starlink is switching on in a in a number of um, African countries. Uh, they are not switching on in in South Africa because there's a regulatory um, concern or issue around around um, them coming in. So Elon Musk has just basically said, "Okay, right, um, we'll we'll go elsewhere where where people welcome it, and, and until the the uh-huh. call it the regulatory environment or the government is uh, is is willing to to uh, accept them on on fair and reasonable terms, basically, yeah." But I've seen that the um, I've seen that there are guys that that um, uh, in South Africa that has already switched on, and um, quite honestly, I think it'll be it'll be amazing for for the economy and for growth and people in rural areas where there's re- where the activity is really really bad. Um, right. um, I think it'll be amazing for them. So it, it, uh, uh, I think that yeah, it's a it's a bit of a frustrating scenario that because Starlink, uh, yeah, I think we we need to do more to to entice them to switch on their services. Yeah, yeah. I think they're going live. And in the only reason that uh, this regulatory environment, what they're basically saying is they want a slice of the pie. That's and all. I, I That's see, all. I don't see why if you're providing people with free internet or cheap internet, the government should have anything to do with that whatsoever. Just call mm. me, call me cynical, but I think that they're just trying to get a piece of the pie for themselves. It's, anyway, it's, Yaku, it's exactly that. Well, there we go. We're out of time for this morning, but thank you for clearing this up for us. You are the guy that we can trust on these things. Yep. And don't miss Unbundled with Yaku a little bit later on today and every Tuesday here on cliffcentral.com. Thanks, Yaku. We'll check in with you later. Thank you very Bye, much. Yaku. I'll see you in a bit.